When students ask us how to find the right career, we usually say your career is something you create by following your curiosity, talking to people, and trying things. Our guest today exemplifies that philosophy. Today, we have with us Jude Bakaboy, who just happens to be an intern at the Center for Professional Pathways. Welcome to Project Life Design, a podcast about getting inspired, trying things, talking to people, and developing a community for your best life. We're Adri Clark. And Justin Sunata. From the Center for Professional Pathways at Western Oregon University in beautiful Monmouth, Oregon. Hello, Adri. Hello. And hi, Jude. Hello. <laughs> hi, Jude. We're so excited to have you here with us. When I met you just a, a few weeks ago, um, we talked a little bit about everything you've been doing and every, everything you're trying. And I was just really impressed. And, and I thought, that's a really good example for students. Um, I just like how you approach things. So would you mind telling us a little bit about kind of what, what's your major um, and what are some things you've been doing for the past few years? Okay, so for the past few years, I've been a cheerleader at Western Oregon University here in Monmouth. And that's kind of molded my entire co like college experience. Mm. And other than that, I became the lifestyle editor of the Western Howl, which is our yeah, with our which is our school newspaper. Yes, right. in spring term of last year, and I've kept that along with CPP now. Yeah. So as a lifestyle editor, what do you do? I write weekly articles, typically around one to four, but pretty much consistently, I've been doing two articles a week. Mm -hmm. for this term and the term prior. I write about advice that I can give people that I wish I would have received. I like to do a lot of student surveys so students can give each other advice that mm -hmm. I haven't experienced and I can learn myself. Mm -hmm. I like to give lots of food recommendations. I used to have a podcast called Judy the Foodie where I just talked about food all day, if you want to check that out. Shout out to Judy the Foodie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I like to write about my travels and try to get students out there. I love that. And I, and I was just thinking back to um, when you interviewed with us initially. I think that was one of the things that uh, impressed us the most. So Adrian mentioned that uh, Jude is an intern in our office and specifically the marketing intern. Um, but when we, when we interviewed you, one of the things that stood out to me so much was how you talked about really how you would approach the role given what you understand you know where students co are coming from but also like what they need to hear and you and you do a really good job of kind of putting yourself in the audience's shoes and especially obviously being a student but you're able to kind of look back and say you know as a freshman or as somebody that's just coming into college or maybe that's interviewing for their first job ever or an internship um, you do a really good job of of, of kind of understanding and empathizing with those folks. So I, I really, I just want, it was just kind of giving me a flashback yeah. to the interview. Oh, but thank you. Yeah. And one of the things I uh, like too is you just kind of follow your curiosity. It doesn't necessarily mm. um, 
have much to do with specifically what you want to do in the future, but you're just trying things. And in the process, you're developing your natural strengths. Tell us a little bit about kind of even as a cheerleader and as an editor and, and all that. What are some strengths and, and skills you've been picking up along the way? Being open-minded. That is the biggest thing for me. I've had, I've been through two coaches here at Western, which is kind of a big deal. You know, it molds the whole team and that's helped me, you know, change my perspective as a cheerleader. Um, also being a lifestyle editor has definitely changed my entire perspective on writing. <laughs> I was never too confident about my writing skills. I've never taken a college writing course. Oh, I mean, really? I did I did in high school, but I checked mm. that off like the box. Like it was my high school teacher that taught it and I just yeah. got college credit. And that was going to be it. I was like, oh, I'm never going to take a writing class. <laughs> I'm never going to write in college. Now here I am writing multiple articles a week uh-huh. um, along with papers and everything else. Yeah. So I think my main like strength, I guess I would say, is being open-minded open-minded and then proceeding with confidence Mm -hmm. and being like humble at the same time I guess Mm. the nice thing about trying new things is that you're not like the top dog per se Mm -hmm. like you aren't like oh I could do this in my sleep I want to be challenged it's like no doing the thing is the challenge and you're just constantly learning and asking questions and hopefully that'll help other people along the way as well Mm yeah yeah do you uh, court, like? Do you relate those two things very much? So being open minded and also being confident. Yes, I'm curious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I try to like even if it is like a new thing. If you're not confident in yourself, then you're just gonna. I don't know how to say it, but it's just not gonna be the best version of yourself. Like mm-hmm. you know who you are, and you know what you bring to the table. And you know you can ask confident questions. Just be confident the whole time. I don't know how to put it. I don't yeah. know. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're you're comfortable like not being perfect, but learning and trying and doing your best. I think that's that's pretty much the way to go. I think yeah. you know you uh, if you if you wait until you have it, then you and you figured it out, you'll, you won't do anything because you, you have to be a beginner first, right? Exactly. And that's kind of what college is all about, just being a beginner and kind of getting some support al- along the way because obviously there's people who work around you and give you some support. Mm-hmm. What have been some um, examples of you just talking to people and kind of that opening sort of a door for you or, or think, making you think, oh, I'm going to try that? Is there something that comes to mind? I would say just with my whole interview for the Western Howl, I interviewed as the digital media manager, but just talking my way through like how I like lifestyle. And I came into the interview already creating my own website and it was based on lifestyle without me even knowing it. And at the end of the interview, I got an email back saying, oh, would you be like our lifestyle editor instead, which is obviously a bigger boost on your resume. And I believe you even get more hours than mm-hmm. the digital editor anyway. So it's a better job in all. So I mm-hmm. think just talking my way through it, just 
helped yeah. that situation and opened a door that I wasn't even, I didn't even know could be opened. Right. I didn't know they were hiring. And I even emailed them back being like, are you sure you want me? <laughs> like I have like no writing experience and everyone else is like writing majors. Right. Yeah. So uh -huh. yeah. Was it something, so it was a little scary in the beginning. Oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So but, you kind of yeah. stumbled into it, but you were able to kind of have the balance, you know, in a way we talk a lot about kind of careers is like going into the forest and kind of finding a path. Maybe there are some guides along the way, and but you have the tools and you have some skills to kind of make your way through it and navigate and maybe a map. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. And yeah. using the skills that you already have coming yeah. into it, because if you have zero skills, no one's going to put you in that position. Right. You have to have some skills. You have to bring them in somehow, you know? Mm -hmm. So just working on the skills that you already have, being confident in those, and then just asking questions and getting help from the people that know the other parts of the job that you don't know yet. And people love talking about themselves and they mm -hmm. love helping others. But if you are going into the job and be like, oh, I'm so macho, no one's going to want to help you and you're not going <laughs> to totally. learn, you know? <laughs> I agree. Accurate. You have to be, you have to approach it as a learner, right? You have to, you have to want to learn. And, and, yeah. and I think that, you know, like you, you mentioned earlier, being confident, but being humble, like knowing what you can do, but understanding what you can't and, and just having that enthusiasm and that thirst for knowledge in a way, mm -hmm. I think is really, um, that's the type of people that, you know, people want to work with, right. It's people that are ambitious and confident, but also not like overly confident or, you know, arrogant in some way too. So there's a lot of people skills. I think they get wrapped up in a lot of these things. And, you know, everybody wants to work with someone who is not, you know, a jerk. Yes, it's true. Yeah. It's really important to be somebody who's, who's nice to be around. Rule um, number one, sure. don't be a jerk. Yeah, don't be a jerk. Yeah. yeah. So now you're, you're graduating yeah. this spring. So, so I'm just curious because, you know, since we're the, the career center, if you will, um, what, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? You'll <laughs> okay. do okay. <laughs> Give us all your thoughts. No, I, I, and and I think if any kind of answers is so fine because you're obviously somebody who's comfortable, just meeting the world where it's at and and making the most of it. So I, I any kind of answer is perfect. Honestly, I have no clue. And yeah. if you are in my shoes, you are not alone. Amen. <laughs> Honestly, when I came to Western, I came to be a cheerleader. Honestly, I came to cheer for the first like two and a half years. Once I turned 21, I was going to hit the skies. I was going to be a flight attendant. You know, some college is better than no college. I just wanted to further my cheer career and say that I did it. Oh. And then, yeah, and here I am now, and I stayed all four years. I became captain, which kind of, like, made me stay in a good way. Mm -hmm. And I changed my major for cheerleading pretty much. When I got the role as captain, I had no idea what mm -hmm. to do. I never had a captain myself, and the role wasn't described to me pretty much whatsoever. So me and the other captain paved the way, you know? Mm -hmm. So I needed to gain skills on how to be a good leader because I haven't really had that in that sport. So I took a communications course called discussion and I think it's group discussion and leadership, which I highly recommend. Mm. 
And I loved it so much. I applied everything that I learned each week at practice and it helped me become the captain that I am today. Or I guess I was because <laughs> the season just ended, which is so sad. <laughs> but so that just changed everything for me. And now I'm graduating with a communications degree and a minor in international studies, which at awesome. first I was yeah. a major because of being a flight attendant. Mm. And then I'm also graduating with another minor in art and design just because I took so many art classes. I figured out myself, I just needed to take two more to have another minor. So yeah. might as well. So that's another thing to think about. Definitely check degree tracks because you could have a minor that you don't even know about. Mm -hmm. oh, love that. That's so. true. Good advice. Yeah. yeah. And, and now I feel like really good with my degree. And I'm like, you know what? Being a flight attendant would be so fun, but now I feel like I have so much more to give. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I want to like maybe work in HR or being on like a fundraising committee or even event planning. I'm honestly insanely open-minded at this <laughs> point and I'm planning on just applying everywhere that I find interesting, getting the experience, and then hopefully one day I can be like top of HR. Mm. But you need the experience first, at least, yeah. mm -hmm. I think. Right. And it sounds to me like you're kind of building that on. Obviously, you have a, a very kind of not an easy time, but you're just so good at communicating with people and you really care about people. So it sounds like that kind of communication strength that you're taking with you. You can take it in so many different directions, but yeah. Even starting at HR and then seeing where it goes is mm -hmm. is 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 a great start. Yeah, I think you're. It's so it's so cool to hear you talk about yeah. your experience too, because I think about you know your story is being in in a lot of ways like not too different, right? I mean, a lot of especially athletes come to college and like their sport is their thing, right? Like that's what they spent. Like that was basically their job in high school. And now it's kind of carried them, you know, and given them an opportunity to pursue a higher education. And, um, you know, and that's kind of like that consumes a lot of athletes lives in a lot of ways. And they pour their whole, you know, all their energy and, and you know, passion into it. Um, but then, you know, you get to this point where you realize, OK, I'm not going to, you know, be a professional athlete forever. Like, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. And, you know, hopefully there's still ways that you can be involved in the sport if you're passionate about it. But then what do you do? Like, then what do you do? Right. Because then you kind of hit this maybe a little mini crisis and you're like, what am I going to do? But you you've managed to really navigate through that, I think, really well. I mean, through a number of different things. But, um, you know, speaking to athletes, like if you were to and I guess athletes are really any student. But do you have kind of top advice other than being you know maybe open-minded is there something that you recommend to students or maybe that you've because I mean as a cheer captain and a leader in that sense I'm sure you have these younger cheerleaders or up-and-coming cheerleaders that you're having to mentor and talk to about all sorts of things so I'm curious what kind of advice you have for people I think applying your leadership that you have or just experience as a teammate from mm. sports into your future career or even the job you have now is amazing. Honestly, sports is just great practice for your communication skills and you can have a lot of trial and error when it comes to it. But as you know, athletes know 
when you have your team, you all, you know, love each other. You all have a bond. So fail, like failing in that instance, isn't really going to be a fail because they're still going to support you no matter what versus walking into a new job, testing everything out. Like on, in the first few weeks, it's like, no, you have this time. You have this group of people. Some of them may even look up to you and some maybe not, but every person can be a new learning opportunity because at the end of the day, there is going to be all these different people that do have different perspectives on you and some people that do want your position if it is captain or whatever it may be on the team or more playing time. So it's all these different people that are going to have a similar position to you in the real world, whether it is someone that you got the promotion over, you know, that's the same thing as being captain or having more playing time. Mm -hmm. You can apply it anywhere apply it with your team while you're stuck with them for four years and you can't really get fired, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's so much, uh, similarity. And I think like a lot of times, I don't know, Jen in our office works with a lot of athletes and, um, you and I do here and there as well. And it's, uh, it's so common that we see athletes come in and they're like, they don't realize what skills they have as a result of their experience in, in sports. But there is so much crossover between like, you, you know, you work on a team or you're, you're on a team, obviously, as an athlete, um, even in track and field, like, you know, it's in maybe an individual event, but then you're a team like you win as a team and you can win individually. Um, and, you know, almost any workplace you go into, you're going to have a team that you're going to be working as a part of. And so just understanding how to work with others and how to be a team player and how to lift other people up, but also be competitive and, and be driven and apply yourself. And just be <coughs> performance-oriented, too. Sure. I think that makes you a performer wherever you go. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've noticed, too, about athletes is that they are doers. They are, you know, I'll show you. I've, I'm, and they sometimes have a hard time really telling the story mm-hmm. of everything they've gained through sport or right. what they've become as a result <coughs> of being on a team. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's one thing that I, I have to always kind of have to pull things out of athletes a little because they just, they're not natural at bragging about what they've done, but they kind of like, oh, you just watch me play. Mm-hmm. So any suggestions on how to help athletes just kind of tell mm-hmm. that story? I think having something tangible is a good way to go with it. Like, for instance, how you were saying, you know, just watch me play that's not going to be like that forever. You know, when you're applying for your career job down the row, like that's going to be like your videos from like eight years ago. (laughs) Like you can't really, (laughs) you can't really do this. You can't really do the same things. Uh So I recommend like doing little projects. Like for instance, what I did was for everyone that had a birthday throughout the cheer season, the cheer season is extremely long. It's pretty much year round. Um, It's from, Tryouts are in May, and then the season was up until last week, so February, like, 25th or 6th, mm-hmm. and then we have tryouts again in April. So it's pretty much year-round, so that's a lot of birthdays to go through. So what I did is I painted a card for every single person on the team that, you know, happened to be their birthday. I'd either put like their favorite flower or like their favorite animal and I'd all do it like all like hand painted and everything. And I'd write them a really meaningful card. I wrote about what they're doing great on the team, how much I appreciate them and 
how much like the team appreciates them as well. And just to keep on going, Mm -hmm. if they were like a Christian, I'd even like bring God into it to like Mm -hmm. give that as well to help bond. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you can talk about. Like if you did something that is physical or like a project per se, that's something you can talk about down the road and Mm -hmm. your athletic ability doesn't affect that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you talked about that in your interview and I remember thinking like, that's so nice. (laughs) And even telling a story about that. So what people don't always understand is that people listen to stories. They're like making, they're drawing assumptions from that. And so I'm thinking, Oh my God, this person's going to be so thoughtful with Mm -hmm. other people and, you know, very positive influence. And, and that's what I want. On It's not the fact that you did the card, but the fact that you were so thoughtful about it. Right. But that's what I kind of draw mm-hmm. from those kinds of stories. And um, and so, uh, yeah, I would, I would suggest athletes think about, you know, a day or a time or something that happened in their athletic career that kind of exemplifies a time when they did something they were really proud of and it was really enjoyable for them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's good. And even like if you're an athlete now and you're a senior and you're like, the season's almost done. What do I do? What's my project? For instance, I'm doing another one right now. (coughs) Like I said earlier, I didn't have any advice coming into the role of being captain. Now, I mean, it's a top secret project, but by the time this is released, they'll all know. But I'm writing an entire guide about what I did as a captain, showing all of my mistakes so they don't have to make them. Mm. And just explaining all the things that are expected of you and talking about like communication being like your relationships are going to change, especially with the people that Mm -hmm. you get captain over. And then the transition from being teammate to captain and becoming a leader, you know, if you're not a leader, who's going to be a leader kind of thing, you know, the balls in your court and just, I mean, it's already three pages. They have a book to go through, (laughs) but just things like that. I love that you've already <laughs> created your first HR manual. <laughs> right. An employee, yeah, a position guide. A position guide. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, there's so many cool things that you gained yeah. from your experience as a cheerleader. As you mentioned, like, it really guided you through, you know, a lot of your decisions early on in college. But, like, you've taken away so many of those things. And, like, I give you a lot of credit because you're 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 aware of of what those things are, and then they're, they're not always easy for people to to think about, right? As like, oh, that was a really actually great thing that I did, or mm-hmm. you know, they just think of oh, it's just this thing, yeah, you know, and I like just did it naturally. It's not, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't, or maybe there were other people that have already done this, so it's not special. But like, it really like, what did you get out of it? And like you talked about, you know, your leadership abilities, and a lot of that came from cheer, but it's translated into these other roles, even as an intern with us, like you've really taken the lead on a lot of these things. And, and I, I, again, I attribute that to the confidence you were able to gain as a result of doing all these different things and really being active and engaged in whatever you're doing, whether it was lifestyle editor or cheer captain, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Wow. Well, this has been a really great visit. Thanks Mm -hmm. for coming by. Um, and, you know, I feel like I learned something today. I learned oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, it's really great to, um, you know, uh, I, I like that you're confident about not knowing exactly because I feel like that's what people feel like. Because mm-hmm. everybody's asking, so what are you going to do? Right. And they feel so bad. Oh, I don't know. And and to be confident about that, that's like, that takes a lot of guts, you know, and I, I love that. So, any final words? Just to- 
<laughs> I think uh, if you don't know Jude, yeah, um, she is so she's behind pretty much all of our you know beautiful social media posts as of recently. Um, follow us on Instagram. Check us out. Um, but because of her, we're having a lot. We're getting you know our events and employer visits and all these other great resources out there to students. Um, but Jude is a great resource and. Um, I don't want to speak for you, but I know that you're very willing to help others. And so um, reach out and, and, you know, connect with people, including Jude, but people that are, you know, maybe doing something that you think is cool and you want to maybe, you know, aspire to something similar or just ask for some advice. But it's there are some really cool people at Western, including Jude, that are <laughs> doing some really cool things as students. Um, but, yeah, I want to say thank you again. And it's been such a pleasure having you uh on the show but also in our office as our intern um you bring such a good energy i think to the role so uh yeah very appreciative well thank you so much that was so nice <laughs> <laughs> any last words from you judy just get out there there's so many seniors out graduating for instance me take my job next year be the lifestyle editor be the next marketing intern at cpp there you go. Just get yourself out there. There's so many resources here at Western. Awesome. Great, Great advice. All right. Well, that's it for I us. I think that's a good place to leave it. And we will talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Bye.